in the same city that just celebrated a Super Bowl win, suddenly we've got a lineup of suspects that sounds more like a crime drama than a post-game report. Good morning, I'm Rock 107's Prospector. A tragic shooting unfolded as the Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl festivities came to an end yesterday. As the city basked in post-parade glory, the celebratory mood was marred by gunfire near Union Station. The Kansas City, Missouri Police Department urged the public to clear the area, revealing that multiple individuals were hit. As the afternoon descended into chaos, swift action led to the apprehension of two and later a third suspect. Yeah, yet another sports celebration marred by a shooting, just like in Texas after the World Series and in Denver after the NBA Finals. Now, the implications were serious. One person lost their lives and 22 individuals wounded, among them seven who battled life-threatening conditions. Distressingly, 11 of those hospitalized were children, with nine suffering from gunshot wounds. Now, respondents were rushing to the scene, ensuring the safety of Chiefs players. That became a top priority. Unfortunately, police confirmed that all the players, coaches, and staff were accounted for. Touched by the violence, the Chiefs players, such as Patrick Mahomes and Donovan Smith, reached out through social media, imploring the community to unite in prayer for the victims. Echoing their sentiments, the Chiefs organization publicly mourned the senseless violence that shook the city and communicated their heartfelt condolences. Now, the investigation continues, and the Chiefs vowed to maintain close ties with local authorities, and they commended the brave first responders. But I gotta ask, aren't you sick of this? I mean, how can you not be tired of this? How can you not be nauseated by this? And not just today. It's frustrating that these shootings happen so often that now life barely stops. I was at Burger Mania last night and the news was on the TV, but no one was stopped in front of it. No one was huddled around it, waiting to see the developments. It was known that it was occurring, but it barely merited a pause. And I get that. It's because it's too commonplace now, too everyday, too normal. Remember when we were talking about this years ago, school shootings, public shootings, and we would say, this can't be the new normal. This can't be the new normal. Guess what? It's not the new normal. It's the old normal. It's normal for far too long. It's commonplace. It's expected. That's a problem. A problem that I'm not sure how to fix, but a problem I blame somewhere on society as a whole. We got to do something. Something, man to stop this kind of madness from happening. Breaking the news that's already broken. It's time for Prospector's Briefs on Rock 107. Today is Singles Awareness Day. Most Americans don't care. They prefer to celebrate Craft Singles Awareness Day. The next season of Only Murderers in the Building will be set in Los Angeles, and the name might be changed to Only Murderers in the Way Overpriced Studio Apartment. Shaquille O'Neal's jersey was retired by the Orlando Magic. That's right, kids. Shaq played basketball before starring in 8,000 commercials. Prospector ruins everything, even the news. Tune in tomorrow for Prospector's Briefs on Rock 107. Northeast PA's Classic Rock, Rock 107. Good morning, I'm Prospector, and I uh, got a message on my Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash angryprospector from a guy named Frank who said, hey, Prospector, love the prank calls. I'd like you to prank call my wife, Carol. Uh, Carol constantly complains about robocalls and telemarketing calls all the time, yet she's always answering the phones. And I tell her, just don't answer the phone, especially if you don't know the number. Yet if the phone rings, she'll drop what she's doing and answer it. So I'd love for you to give her a prank call. Maybe it'll teach her to let some of those calls go to voicemail, and we could all have a good laugh. What do you think? Thanks, Frank and Archbald. 
Frank, I love it. And I think I have just the idea. Uh, I think I have a handyman service your wife would absolutely hate. <laughs> so it's another prospector prank call on Rock 107. Hello? Yeah, hi. I'm calling for uh, Carol Nibler. This is her. Carol, you live at uh, Street? Yes. All right, my name is uh, Rick Matheson, and I'm with SOS Handyman. We offer door-to-door service that basically does handiwork around the house, and I'm going to be down the street from you. And I know this call is kind of out of the blue, but we're calling people in your neighborhood to let them know that we'd come by and offer our services to you. And if you have a second, I'll explain what we do. Okay, yeah, thank you. I don't really think we need any kind of handyman service. Well, if you hold on for just a second, you don't know exactly what we do. We have a very specific service that I think you would benefit from. Can I just tell you what it is, and then you can hang up if you're not interested? Okay, real okay. quick? Okay. Okay, a lot of housewives are helpless in certain areas, and we understand, and that's perfectly fine. It's, it's nothing against housewives. It's one of the things we find that a lot of them have jars that are too tight or have containers they can't get open because you, you try and twist them and, and, and they're stuck. Yeah, thank you, but I can, I can open well, my okay, jars but, myself. Well, well, let me ask you something. You've never needed help with a jar? I mean, yeah, but it's usually if I'm, I'm opening something, my, my husband's there, or I bang it on the counter. Okay, right. Well, that's exactly my point. You could damage your counter. I, I imagine you probably have expensive countertops. And, yeah. And, and I'm not trying to be personal, but your husband's probably not there all the time, right? I mean, he's got to work. Yeah, but I don't So know. what do you do in the case when your husband's not there? You're rolling the dice. Not to mention you could break that jar, and boom, you got stitches. We can do it for a dollar a jar. We come into your house, we loosen all the jars, and you're good to go. No, no. I, that's so far-fetched stitches from opening a jar. No, I am I mean, you'd be surprised the amount of emergency room visits that are from people that get stitches from having a jar break because they can't get it open. It's far more common than you yeah, think. Yeah, I don't, I don't want all my jars open at one time, and I don't oh, want to okay, say okay. you guys. You, you sound a little upset about this. I'm not saying you're weak. I'm not saying that you need the help of a man. Me? No, it has nothing to do with that. Uh, okay, well, what's your biggest objection? Because I feel like there's some, like, like I've stirred some anger in you, and that, that was not my intention. I just wanted to come by and loosen your jars a dollar a jar. Yeah, but, but say a dollar a jar. I don't need all of my jars open at one time, and I'm not having loosen. somebody come no, no, out. No, 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 not open. We, we open them, and then we no. turn them back just gently enough so they're closed, but that you can get them open again. I need all my jars opened at one? We, we don't leave it open. That's ridiculous. I mean, obviously, we loosen the jar. I know, but then it's going to go back. Do you know the difference between loosen and open? Do you know the difference? Yes. Uh, yes, okay. yes, I do. Thank uh, you right, very well, much. I just think it's ridiculous that really? I have to pay somebody a dollar to come open my jars. You don't need our services, right? No, I don't need your really? service. No, you don't need to come by and bring Okay, fine. Things. Tell you what we're doing. We're going to come by, we'll do a prank call on you, and then we'll just leave it at that. A prank call? Yeah. What do you mean a prank call? I thought you were opening jars. It's a prank call. <laughs> it's Prospector Prank Call uh, on Rock 107. We're doing oh it right now. God. This is I, I was like, are you kidding me? You want to come to my house and open up all of my jars? No, loosen them. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you're laughing now because you were sounding pretty upset there for a second. Oh, and I was like, yeah. uh-oh, uh-oh. I was like uh, getting pretty hot because like who's going to call me and tell me that they need to come to my house and open my jars <laughs> and tell me what to do in my home? Are you kidding me? Life's pretty tough right now. There's plenty of bad news, but it's not all bad. It's time for the brighter side of Prospector on Rock 107. This is one of those awful then heartwarming stories. A cop in South Bend, Indiana, found a dog with its mouth zip-tied shut. That's horrible. But the dog's okay and in a much better situation now because the cop adopted him. She named him Zeus. Thanks. We needed that. The brighter side of Prospector on Rock 107.
Many of us hope we live a life that accomplished something. This man definitely did that. Good morning. I'm Rockwell 7's Prospector. This past Saturday, the inventor of Pop-Tarts, Bill Post, passed away at the age of 96. Now, he'd always downplay his involvement, saying he just led an amazing team that developed the concept in the early 60s. His modesty might also be because they kind of copied and improved upon a competing product. Just before Pop-Tarts, the company Post, no relation to Bill Post, announced Country Squares, which would then become Toast and Pop-Ups. Kellogg's Pop-Tarts were similar, but far more successful in their branding and marketing. So we sent our top breakfast pastry reporter to cover the funeral. The inventor of Pop-Tarts has passed away. I found out about it when the news popped up on my feed. When his family was informed, they crumbled. Instead of a body bag, the mortician placed him side by side with another corpse and wrapped them in mylar. His wife got her hair done for the funeral and had it frosted. Some said he was a crusty old man. Others said he was always eager to rise to the occasion. Rather than being buried, he asked to be cremated and wanted to be lightly toasted on both sides. He's not just dead, he's toast. Reporting from the funeral of the inventor of Pop-Tarts, I'm Craven Strawberry. You should be really good at this. Good morning, I'm Rock 107's Prospector, and I trust you to be good at this. I'm talking about a game of wrong answers only. Nebraska is getting a new tourism ad slogan. They were using Nebraska, not for everyone, but that's out, and they're getting a new slogan. Now, do you know Pennsylvania's tourism slogan? I didn't. I had to Google it. Pursue your happiness. But I think it's high time for a new Pennsylvania tourism slogan, and I need your help. So wrong answers only. What would Pennsylvania's new tourism slogan be? As always, no politics. Let me know. one rock 107 Open mic on the Rock 107 app. one 888 Wrong answers only. Pennsylvania's new tourism slogan. What is it? I'm through. All right, let's play wrong answers only. Uh, Nebraska is getting a new tourism slogan. It used to be Nebraska. It's not for everyone. But now they want to get rid of that. That slogan's out. They're getting a new one. Do you know Pennsylvania's tourism slogan? Do you? I had to Google it. Pursue your happiness. I think it's high time for a new Pennsylvania tourism slogan, but I need your help. Wrong answers only. What's Pennsylvania's new tourism slogan? Tim, check it in on Facebook.com slash Angry Prospector. Says Pennsylvania, come for the, uh, look, just come. We need the money. <laughs> on to the Brock Lines, Jess heading southbound on 81. Uh, Pennsylvania new tourism slogans. Wrong answers only. Good morning, Prospector. Morning. Welcome to Pennsylvania, where we're just one tax away from poverty. <laughs> T.A. says Pennsylvania, like burning the roof of your mouth on a pizza. And Clay says Pennsylvania, the ever-expanding waistline of the rust, butt, uh, rust belt. rather. I want to know your new Pennsylvania tourism slogans. Wrong answers only. Rock 107. Scott in Nanticoke. Prospector. Yeah. About uh, Pennsylvania. Welcome to the pothole state. <laughs> right there. Let's put it right on the signs and be upfront about it, right? I mean, get your shocks and struts and tires ready. <laughs> I think it's all collusion to keep those people in business. That's what I think. Dave uh, says, welcome to PA. We won't tax you to death, but it'll feel like it. And Dan, Pennsylvania, 
at least we're not New Jersey. That's what we're looking for. Your new Pennsylvania tourism slogans. Wrong answers only. On to the rock lines. Fred from Peckville. Rock 107. What do you got? Hey, how about welcome to Pennsylvania? Not a pothole to be found. Now, that is certainly a wrong answer on that one. <laughs> Absolutely, right? Ralph, uh, Pennsylvania. Tomato juice will help get rid of the smell. Ladies and gentlemen, grab the kids, call your neighbors, and gather around the radio. It's now time to announce the winner of Prospector's Jam Bag of the Day, as decided by you at rock107.com. We uncover the most baffling, ridiculous, pathetic, cockeyed, laughable, preposterous blunders in the world of misdeeds. Nominee number one. When you go looking for trouble, you're bound to find it. A 43-year-old man in Florida named Jonathan Whitesides was arrested after he drunkenly drove up into a sheriff's substation Sunday. Now, he's a mechanic for the local school board, and it all started when he was hauling an airboat, and it fell off his trailer right in front of the station. Some cops took notice and saw that he appeared to be drunk. But before they could nab him, Jonathan left the scene, but then later came back with another man named James, and the two men began arguing, and that's when cops came out. One of the deputies tried to get James to calm down, but then Jonathan took an aggressive stance toward him and charged at him and yelled in his face. Jonathan was arrested, and two breath samples showed his breath alcohol content was .334 and .307, way over the legal threshold of .08. Nominee number two. It's hard to imagine a criminal thinking this would be a good idea. A 26-year-old man in Michigan broke into a county jail. That's right, broke into a county jail with a knife and then began to break into an ATM in the bond lobby area. Corrections deputies saw him and called police when they noticed that he had a knife. Now, it's unclear if the knife was for intimidation or if he was using it somehow to cut into the machine. In any event, they trapped him inside by locking the exterior doors electronically, which was possible because it is a jail. The cops came and arrested him, and he was escorted down the hallway into the jail. And the winner is... The thief who tried to rob an ATM inside a jail. Hey, at least you made it a short trip for the cops once they arrested you. You're the yam bag of the day, and we'll move on to Friday's yam bag of the week competition. Keep it here for all the nominees for Prospector's yam bag of the week, Friday morning on Rock 107. Thanks for listening to Prospector's Prime Cuts podcast. Be sure to catch us live weekdays from 5.30 to 10 a.m. on Rock 107 or online at rock107.com or the Rock 107 app. A free download for your Android or iPhone. Subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, or wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss Prospector's Prime Cuts.